After what feels like forever, we are finally back with our first real college football Saturday of the year. We got week one getting going this weekend. Looking to turn things around after a bit of a disappointing week zero. We only end up winning one bet in last week's games, but got a lot of action this week. Got a great Saturday slate, so let's jump right into it. start Saturday's card out west with Arizona taking on San Diego State. Arizona comes into the season as the 97th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. San Diego State is the 82nd overall team and this is a San Diego State team that finished the season very very strong last year. Ended up going 12 and 2 and finished the season as the 24th ranked team in the country and they're going to be looking for a huge win opening up their brand new stadium and it's a nice looking stadium here for this game and they play an Arizona team that had a bad year last year I don't even know if that begins to describe what Arizona did last year went one and 11 one of their worst seasons in program history and really there's nowhere to go but up from here but man this Arizona team struggled last year they bring in Washington straight transfer let in Laura at quarterback and you know I think he'll be a fairly strong guy for them they brought a bunch of talent in in the transfer portal and really the key for Arizona this season is to avoid injuries if they can stay healthy keep guys on the field they have some offensive playmakers on their team but is it going to be enough especially against the san diego state team that is very strong virginia tech virginia tech transfer braxton burmeister comes in at quarterback he's a guy that i liked betting on last season and i did like him um, during his time at virginia tech and you know he could be one of the best quarterbacks that this san diego state team has seen in a while obviously they're huge in the running game they always are always will be chase bell jordan bird Two solid options in the running back room once again. Look for them to rush the ball a lot in this one. And, you know, overall, it's an offense that really just feels like it has improved since last season. Um, despite going 12-2, and two, they did have some offensive struggles last year. But the real reason you bet on San Diego State is because of their defense. Justice Tava comes in, looks to be an unstoppable force on the defensive side of things. And, you know, there was no lack of third down stops last year. And if they can do that here against this Arizona State, or this Arizona team, rather, I think is going to be very very hard for them to move the ball arizona themselves does return eight guys on the defensive side of things their front seven um you know should be better than last season but i'm just not sold on this arizona team quite yet i really don't think they did enough in the offseason um to be very high on them i think they still have a lot of problems they still have a lot of holes and really a lot of things that went unsolved during the offseason san diego state on the other hand really just seems to have gotten better you know they've learned um from some of the mistakes they made last year their defense is solid once again they have talent on the offensive side of things and i think those guys they brought in will fit in nicely to some of the holes they have and really opening up this new stadium i think they blow the doors off of arizona i'm taking san diego state minus six to get the win over arizona now, the next game we'll take a look at here on Saturday is Texas State taking on Nevada. Texas State comes into this one as the 118th overall team in the hot to bet power rankings. Nevada is the 84th overall team. And obviously, we were on Nevada last week. They get the win and the cover against New Mexico State. And, you know, Kent Wilson starts out his coaching career at Nevada um, pretty hot. Obviously, takes over for Jay Norvell, who left for Colorado State in the offseason. And it was a Nevada team that is really com just completely different 
than they were last season. They hit the transfer portal very, very hard um, and, you know, brought in some guys to, to try and improve this team. And, you know, despite a, I don't want to say a poor performance last week, because it's hard to say poor performance when you win and cover, but it wasn't their greatest performance last week, yet they were still able to win, still able to cover. And it's a Nevada team that I'm very high on going into the year. For Texas State, finished last season with a 4-8 and eight record. Jake Sproval built this team through the transfer portal here in the off season, and, and I think it could work out, um, but I'm not completely sold on Texas State yet. Lance Hatcher comes in to get the starting quarterback job, and you know he looks to build off of some success that he had at Arkansas State. Was a fairly solid quarterback for them. I think their offense will look to turn up tempo um, this season, and, and more specifically in this game. Going to try and play you know that frat, fast brand of football um, and speed the game up, and Nevada kind of plays the opposite. Not a slow brand of football necessarily, but definitely a run-heavy style. Um, Tua Tai, obviously, you know, their lead rusher, um, or not their lead rusher last season, but their lead rusher coming into the season, didn't really say that right, but had over 100 yards rushing last week, and this team really did look to run the ball last week. Shane Illingsworth didn't have the greatest passing game against New Mexico State, only put up 51 yards, um, but this offense, I think, has a lot of potential um, and, and can be a strong rushing team. Defensively, or defensive wise was the big reason why they won that game last week a plus five turnover margin and if they can do that same thing here against texas state there's no doubt in my mind that they will win and cover this game with ease texas state defensively struggled a little bit last season giving up 33 points per game they need to get more pressure up front it was a team that only had 18 sacks on the entire season last year and you know texas state has some talent but defensively i just don't know that they have the answers to slow down this nevada rush i think defensively nevada while not the best team does definitely still have the edge in this one and i think you know they're able to win this game and they're going to need to score more than 23 points than like they did last week um but i think they're able to do it i think they win this game so taking nevada over texas state here in this one Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame travel to the horseshoe in looks of upsetting Ohio State here to open the 2022 season. Notre Dame comes into this game as the sixth overall team in the hot dip at power rankings. Ohio State is the third overall team. And, you know, it's hard to say Ohio State had a disappointing season last year. How do you go 11-2, and two, win the Rose Bowl, and somehow still have a disappointing season? Well, a loss at Michigan um, will do that if you're an Ohio State fan here the last few years. But in all honesty, it was a great Ohio State team last year. You know, there's not a ton of problems coming to this year, and really any complaint you have about them is just nitpicking at that. Um, Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman obviously takes over for Brian Kelly at head coach, and, you know, the Notre Dame players, the Notre Dame fan base all seem to love him, um, and it feels like it could be a guy who could work. Tyler Buckner, you know, getting a lot of praise at the quarterback position for this Notre Dame squad. And I do expect them to be able to move the ball through the air fairly well. Obviously, tight end Michael Mayer um, is, is, you know, one of the best tight ends in the entire country. Their rushing game needs to improve a little bit this season, but they got a very, very strong offensive line to not only run block, but protect the quarterback. And I think offensively, Notre Dame is a very strong team this year. Obviously, though, Ohio State is equally as strong. Offense was certainly not a problem for them last year. CJ Stroud will once again be an outstanding quarterback, and there is always fresh talent in the wide receiver room at Ohio State. Not to mention Henderson is one of the best running backs in the country, and they got an offensive line that can compete with anyone in the country. So um, there's a reason why they finished first in scoring last season, and I expect Ohio State to be up there once again. 
defensively both these teams again are good um in, in retrospect or in, in you know <laughs> in, in in what they are um defense you know is going to be a little bit tougher for both these teams you know the notre dame defense especially last year was just very very inconsistent their secondary has a lot of talent going into this game but i think it's going to be hard for this notre dame defense to slow down the ohio state offense and likewise you know the ohio state defense was the quote-unquote problem if there was a problem for them last year i up a debate if there was um but um if anything was lacking last year for ohio state it was that defense i think they'll be good once again um, but i do think they give up some points against notre dame here in this one and quite honestly i think this total is just way too low i mean 59 is a high total to begin with but these are two teams that are going to look to pass the ball a lot have pretty good quarterbacks um it's a great quarterback in dj stroud but um i think we see a lot of air game a lot of passing and ultimately a lot of points here so i'm taking the over 59 here for notre dame ohio state Next, we take a look at one of my favorite teams from last year as Kent State travels to Washington to take on the Huskies. Kent State comes into this one as the 106th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. Washington enters the season as the 54th overall team. And, you know, Sean Lewis has really turned this Kent State team around. Kent State finished last season, you know, their third winning season in a row. The first time Kent State has won or had three winning seasons in a row since the late 70s, mid, early 70s, whatever, sometime in the 1970s. So this Kent State team and this program uh, is definitely trending up. Obviously, Washington had a bit of a rocky stretch last season into the season um, going four and eight, but they bring in Kalen DeBoer uh, from Fresno State. And, you know, he had an electric offense at Fresno State last year. I mean, that Fresno State team was averaging like 33 points per game not to mention bring in michael Penix jr from indiana should be a great addition at quarterback jalen mcneil is going to be a major contributor for this washington state team um, or this washington team at the wide receiver position as well um they need to limit the turnovers that was a problem for them last year we'll see how it plays out this year um but jackson kirkland headlines their offensive line um as you know one of the best tackles in the country so offensively I, washington's a fine team they're nothing going to be anything special, but you know they definitely have playmakers, have a couple of guys who are definitely talented there. But Kent State themselves brings in a lot of new talent. You know they hit the transfer portal very, very hard. Obviously, Dustin Crum at quarterback um, is gone. Colin Shield comes in, looks to take over, fill his shoes. Um, but we do have Marcus Cooper, Xavier Williams, who were a great running back duo last year. I think they continue to run the ball very well this year. Offensive line wise, it's completely different from last season. A lot of new faces up front, but they got plenty of size and I really think they can slow down this Washington defense. And, you know, speaking of this Washington defense, it was a defensive line that was horrendous last season. They ranked 107th in the country in rush defense a season ago. So, you know, if Kent State can do any sort of blocking up front and just run the ball down their throats, we're going to see, you know, a slower paced game, a game that Kent State is able to stay in and really just be able to run the ball, not to mention Kent State on their defensive side of things has a lot of veterans. Um, they need to do a better job, you know, not giving up third down conversions, need to get some more stops there. But if Kent State can run the ball down Washington's throat, chew some of that clock up. They will undoubtedly keep this a close game, and I don't think they're losing by more than three touchdowns. I just don't see it out of this Washington team. I don't think their defense is going to be strong enough to slow down Kent State enough um, to really keep them that low. So I'm taking Kent State plus 23 here against Washington. 
Now, what better place is there to finish week one of the college football season, at least Saturday, than on the island? We're taking a look at Western Kentucky taking on Hawaii, two teams that actually both played in week zero. So we got a little bit of an intriguing matchup, got some actual on the field things that we can look at for this game. Western Kentucky comes into this one as the 65th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. Hawaii is the 103rd overall team. And, you know, for Hawaii, come out hot against Vanderbilt. Go up 7-0 right away. I'm like, oh, this Hawaii team is going to be something special and they proceed to lose the game 63 to 10 it can't get much worse than what this hawaii team did in week zero they were just god awful in that game for western kentucky obviously get the win over austin p in their first game you know it was a team that was fairly solid in western kentucky last year ended up going nine and five get a bull win in there as well um tyson helton you know really had a great year at head coach and you know this is a team in western kentucky that i'm very high on going into the season we look back at that week zero game austin reed at quarter was able to put on a bit of a performance ended up throwing four touchdowns 279 yards um davis and corley both had great performances at the wide receiver position and this is just a team that is very very dominant in the pass game and can throw the ball very very well i mean there's a reason last year that they scored so many points they were putting up 44.2 points per game they were the number two team in the country a season ago when it came to scoring hawaii on the other hand like we said, obviously had some struggles in that week zero game. Brennan Seiger, you know, needs to get more involved in the passing game. Um, Jonah Polk was good at wide receiver, you know, 101 yards against Vanderbilt last week, but they just need to find the end zone if they want to win games. And it's that pure and simple. The offense for Hawaii needs to do a better job limiting turnovers. It wasn't horrible against Vanderbilt, only turned the ball over twice, but they got to do a better job, especially against a team in Western Kentucky who had four takeaways against Austin P last week. It's a you know, a Western Kentucky defense um, that I wasn't, you know, super aware of necessarily. And obviously it's an FCS school. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, but I think that they, they can and have some playmakers on the defensive side of things for Western Kentucky. Not so sure about the Hawaii side of things. Really, you know, just a lot of things that they can improve on. They lost a lot of talent from last season that has really, really hurt them. Um, and it's just hard to know what this white team is going to look like. I think they'll undoubtedly get better as the season goes on, but they're still not a great team. They're going to look better than they did in week zero, but they're still not a great team. And even though it feels like everyone is fading Hawaii in this game, they're just not a good team. I liked how Western Kentucky played last week, even if they didn't cover against Austin P. I think they go to the island. I think they get a major, major win and follow in Vanderbilt's footsteps. So I'm taking Western Kentucky minus 16 here against Hawaii. And that'll do it. The first college football Saturday of 2022 in the books. Got still more action to bet on for this week. So make sure you check out Sunday and Monday's video as those get posted here later in the week. Also head over to hot2bets.com. Got plenty of sports betting action up on the website. Obviously college football picks, the NFL coming up. Got MLB picks every day as well as horse racing posted up on the website daily. And of course the UFC cards every Saturday morning. So make sure you go over there so you don't miss out on any of that. Follow the hot to bets main account at hot to bets on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to stay up to date with all those computer model picks. Follow my personal account at Hot Debates Chris on Best Damp, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, so you don't miss out on any of the picks and content that I'm putting out. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any more college football content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for week one. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.